Welcome to our PME. This is Sarah Tova Best. Today is Hamisha Asr Ba'av, the 15th of Av, classically known as a day of Shaduchim, but really um, less known as a day of total Geula. Um, so that means it's a day when, if you could take today and you could put it in a salt shaker, you would, what you would want to do is sprinkle a little bit of today throughout the year, anytime, number one, anytime you need help, and even when you don't need help, but we want to transition from Gullah to Gula, take this salt shaker full of, of the 15th of Av and sprinkle it on the day. And, and hopefully we won't have to because we'll just simply enter the full Gula. So one of the things about it is that it says in Tyra that the, the um, power of the sun weakens. We're going to talk about a couple of things. The power of the sun weakens. And therefore, you know, because from now on, it starts to get colder, it starts to get darker. There's a shift in the balance of AM, PM. I think the nights start to get longer, the days start to get shorter. So, and, and really, I think from the, after the 15th of Av, um, when they were, uh, when they were preparing wood for the Mizbeach and the Beis Amigdash, they, um, they stopped. You know, they would check it for worms, but I think at some, po- some point, I think around 15th of Av or the 20th of Av, they stopped collecting wood for the base of Mizish because it would be too wormy. Why was it going to be so wormy? Because the sun's strength wasn't, wasn't enough. So, you know, and that means the wood wouldn't get dried out by the sun, so the moisture was there, so it would get wormy, and you couldn't use wormy war wood on the Mizbeach. In terms of psychological, in psychological terms, that means a whole lot of stuff, but let's put it to the side for a second. What I want to focus is on, on two things. Life and the power of the bad guys or the power of the other side. So if, if it says that from this moment on the sun weakens, who is the sun? There's sort of two templates. One says that Hashem is the sun and we are the moon. And the other, the other example in Tyra is that the sun is the nations of the world, the people who don't stand for truth, the people who don't serve Hashem, the people who don't want Hashem, the people who don't want goodness and morality, the people who don't want Geula, the people who don't want a moral world, etc., because they're living from the other side. They're feeding themselves from darkness. So all summer, in a sense, you know, when the sun is strong, they, the, the, the sun represents those nations of the world. And the moon is up again. So all summer, the sun was very strong. And, and the moon was weaker. And now, boom, on this dot, on the dot, on the 15th of Av, it starts to weaken. So their influence weakens. The influence of the bad guys, the immoral guys, the guys who, you know, are holding, all that stuff. The oppressors, all that stuff. Now, ultimately, we will transform them so much and teach them so much that they will become our disciples. But we're still in a transition phase, so they're still feeding themselves from the side of darkness and, and kind of liking it. So I'm going to give a little, uh, little, um, example. So recently in the place where I am for the summer, um, there are some pretty unsavory people in the neighbor, neighborhood 
And it's a little frightening because they do some heavy-duty drug dealing and all the stuff that goes along with that. Um, Gunshots, (laughs) you know, other interesting stuff. And they they tend to, um, and they live nearby, and they tend to kind of uh, gather in certain houses and all live together in those houses. And it seems like the police just, you know, and these are like, when we're talking about the sun, these are the sun guys, you know, the bad guys living, feeding themselves from impurity, all the stuff, right? Um, And really, probably the way they got to be bad guys, so to speak, how do you get to be a drug dealer? The darker side of life kind of gets to you, and you don't see any way to the light. That's essentially it. The darker side of life, bad, you know, all of those people have a story about bad experiences in life that they didn't really want. They didn't, they weren't born into the world saying, I want to be bad and do the wrong thing. They probably got really hurt and really messed up at various points and they didn't see any other way other than they didn't see how they could nourish themselves from truth and light and goodness or legal things. <laughs> so they chose the other way and it seemed to work for them much better. And in Gullus, it does. In Gullus, crime pays. You know that how they say crime doesn't pay? In Gullus, crime pays. <laughs> if it didn't, nobody would do it. It pays for a certain amount of time. I think it's kind of like a, kind of a little pub, publicity from the police that crime doesn't pay. I don't know. It sure pays for some people. You're sitting in the Bahamas on the millions that they made by embezzling, God forbid. So, so that's the sun. And here we are. That's Ace of. That's Ace of the way he used to be. You know, Ace of was, when Ace of went to his father and Yaakov went to his father, and here they're twin brothers, Yaakov Avinu came in the name of truth. He was simple. The simple, truthful, truth-seeking individual who wanted only to serve Hashem, connect to Hashem, be one with Hashem. And then there's Esav. And we know that from the story of of the red soup with Esav and Yaakov. The story was that it was Avram Avinu had just passed away. And Yaakov Avinu was, was cooking the soup for the meal of mourning for him. And Esav came in. And remember, Esav... Certainly at that time, Esav Ishsadeh, he lives from the other side. He said, what What are you doing? He said, well, I'm making this soup for, you know, or, or Zaydi Avram. He said, ah, the old man's finally gone. All right. He said, well, see, just proves my point. Eat, drink, and be mar- merry today because tomorrow, you know, who knows what it will be. And I'm out there, and Esav is saying, I'm out there illegally, immorally, taking advantage of anything that I can because that's the most fun way to do it. So, you know, and you should too. You're kind of a fool sitting here with your truth thing and, you know, look at you and look at me. I've got the money. I've got the food. I've got the girls. I've got the everything. I've got it. I'm out there each Sunday. I'm out there in the field. 
I'm out there in the hood. I'm out there in the street. And I'm taking the best of everything that they've got. And life is good. Eat, drink, and be merry. So this is a total antithesis, total opposite of Yaakov Avinu's message. And Yaakov Avinu's pursuit of truth, of Geula. But really, Asaph was saying, for me, I like it in Gullus. You get away with stuff. And Yaakov was saying, for me, I like it in Geula. There's no more shtick. It's truth. It's wholeness. So, this is kind of the classical encounter. Now, Asaph ultimately will be won over by truth and by us. And they'll be the best servants of Hashem that they're, they'll really, they'll be there assisting us and, and on their own journey of, of serving Hashem. And they're on the way. But in the meantime, they still have, you know, old, there's still pockets of, they're not there fully yet, that's for sure. So, but we're saying that when the 15th of Av comes along, that whole ability, that whole darkness of the sun, that power of the sun that is fed to them, although the sun is a good thing, but in this case, the power of the sun that they feed off, that, 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 they, that enables them to live their immoral, gullus lives, etc., eat, drink, and be merry, and take whatever you want from whomever, that starts to weaken today because it's the day of Geula. So what happened over here where we live is the night before the 15th of Av, there was a giant raid on one of these houses. And I personally know from conversations with the police how much the police always want to do these raids, and they can't. There was a big raid in the house, you know, took them all out, etc. They always want to do it, but they simply can't because not enough evidence, whatever it is. And all of a sudden, we are Arab, 15th of Av, and boom. There was a big thing, drones overhead, flashing lights, loudspeakers, Boom, 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 boom. It was scary. The atmosphere was frightening on the streets. And then, and simultaneously, a couple of days before, and this is, and by the way, this is after many Yidden have moved into the neighborhood, and there's a lot of holiness that has now emanated out onto those streets that were normally very dark streets. And then on another side of the neighborhood, by a shoal, and a shoal that instituted a new, you know, they, they, they added on in their holy activities. So a few days later, boom, this was a couple of days before the 15th of August, a raid over there too with the big guys and the big police and the detectives and everything, boom, went into the house, went into another house. So multiple raids on this energy of living off sleepers living off negativity, all as we could say, a preparation for the Yantif of the Chamisha Ather Ba'av. I guess it wouldn't be fitting for Hashem to ruin the Yantif by, you know, making these guys raise the main event. So um, it happened Arab, you know, just in the days before. But it's a really good example of what the 15th above is all about. And Mir Tashem is just going to get better for everybody. It's just an example for the whole world. 
of the darkness losing its kayak, which means the light gains more influence. And your light gains more influence. And so one more nakuda that we're going to say before we sum up. One of the most powerful things about today is, it's called Kali Mesing Midbar. The people in the Midbar, after we left Mitzrayim on the way to Eretz Yisrael, they stopped dying. They stopped passing away. Because once the incident with the spies, with the Miraglim happened, that's at the very beginning of the 40 years, wandering in the desert on the way to Eretz Yisrael, to the Promised Land, once that happened, Hashem decreed, and everyone was crying, and it was Tisha B'Av. Everyone was crying, oh, no, what are we going to do? We can't go into Eretz Yisrael. The spies just came back. They told us it's too hard. We'll never succeed. And everyone was crying, and Hashem said this will be a day of crying, you know, for many generations to come. So every single year, the decree was that the people in the, in the desert, in the Midbar, would not make it into Eretz Yisrael every single year. Um, the 60-year-old men would dig their graves, lie down at night. It was a very peaceful way to leave. And in the morning, they were no longer alive. And that's the way it would be. And every single year. Except the last year, 40 years later, those who were 20 when, the whole, when this decree started were now 60. And they dug their graves, lay down. It sounds gruesome, but how it went. They lay down. Next morning, they woke up. They thought maybe they miscalculated. They're supposed to do it on Tisha B'av. So they said, well, maybe it wasn't Tisha B'av. So they did it again the next night. Still didn't work. The next night and the next. And they realized something's going on. They keep miscalculating it's not Tisha B'av because they didn't have calendars. They didn't have smartphones. They only had the, the moon. But one night they looked up at the moon. It was full moon. And they said, no miscalculation over here. Tonight is the 15th of August. Full moon. Wow. What does this mean? No one's going to pass away this year? The decree is off. The decree for the opposite of life, the decree that everyone has to pass away, is off. Wow. That's something giant. So... We understand that it wasn't just then. Remember, this is a pivotal moment. As we're about to go into the land of Israel, just like now, and live there permanently, just like now, and go to Geulah Shlema, like now, but this one will be the real one. The whole relationship with eternal life completely switches. Although the Gullus brought a situation where people don't live forever, but Geula brings the opposite. People live forever. You know, kind of like, again, the relationship the sun and the moon, etc. The sun and the moon is also Hashem and the Yidden. They're forever. We're supposed to be forever. We will be forever. We're potentially forever. It's just not revealed yet. But through the 15th of love, that foreverness comes into the world. They did not pass away. They lived. So it's a piece of eternal life. The air of eternal life is in this day. And that's why we say, put it in the salt shaker and shake it throughout the year. I mean, really, we should just go to Gaula now 
and that's it. But eternal life, and to, to sum this all up, eternal life doesn't just mean that you live forever. It means that there are no barriers. Not only there are no barriers to living forever. You know, we should live forever, but something's in the way. But not just about living forever, but how we live, not just how long we live, but the quality of our lives, how we live, that is infused with the kayak of foreverness today. Nothing's in the way. Nothing's in the way to achieve anything. It's a barrier-less day, the day when the barriers, you know, the roadblocks come down. And it opens it up. And so, obviously, it's a day to ask ourselves, you know, to take on resolutions and ask ourselves what we would like to move forward in and begin that in the tiniest way today. Because today, it's, it's, a, it's a sale day. Eternity is injected into this day. And the power of the darkness which normally shuts us down. The power of the other side, the power of the sun, of the, you know, the bad influences, which normally shut us down, they have weakened today. There's a raid. <laughs> there is a raid going on. Everybody's Yetzirah got raided. They, and the drones and the police and everybody, please put down your... Sahara because we're coming in. We have a search warrant. That's what they said. Number this street, number 20 York, come out now. We have a search warrant. <laughs> it's <was> quite scary. <laughs> and and come out. So it's as if the police are saying to us, Sahara in there, come out now. We have a search warrant. If you don't willingly come out, Sahara, we're going to go in with our search warrant, and find what we're looking for, these Yetzirah remnants, and take them out and put them in captivity. Yay! I knew we could count on the police for something. And that's the Kayach of the day. So may we find ourselves Yetzirah lifts, darkness minus all the darkness, minus any addiction to feeding ourselves from the, from the dark side, God forbid, and 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 with a complete connection with eternity, eternal life, and 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 netzach, the ability to do things eternally without anything getting in the way, however we choose it, all things of goodness. And with that, may we find ourselves on this chamisha sarbaav. Besides all the incredible shaduchim that have to happen today, shaduchim refuas Yeshua, all the things that need to happen today, may they happen today, and may we find ourselves. In the base of Mikdash Shlishi, in the Gula Mitis Fashlema immediately now.